with nine-man football, there's just there's the two less linemen, but you just get that much more space to play around on the field. Like the offensive coordinators love it, but defense coordinators hate it. Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Munoz. We've got a great episode for you today. It's going to be a little bit shorter. It's just a condensed work week for myself, and I know for Robert, he's got a big game on Friday to cover. I've got to head up to Gillette and cover some state tennis early, early tomorrow morning. So it's a little bit of a shorter episode this week. We've got Pine Bluffs quarterback Stu Lairwick coming on the podcast, and then we're going to wrap the show with some high school football talk. If you want poke talk, tune in to previewing the pokes. That'll be out later this week. Josh Criswell, Wyo Sports UW beat writer, has Garrett Crawl on the podcast, a favorite on this podcast as well from our days having to go through Cindy Price Schultz classes together in Laramie. So, Check that pod, check that podcast and check this week's episode out. It's a really fun one. I sat in on the interview with Josh with Mr. Crawl. So plenty of poke stuff if you're looking for that on that episode. But right now we're going to get into tons of high school football in the short amount of time we have. But first, Robert, how's it going today? It's going well. Living the dream. I'm excited to have Stu on the podcast and uh, talk a little bit about that 1A nine-man football. You know, I thought it was pretty funny um, when he kind of mentioned he doesn't know what's going on in six-man football. But when it comes to nine-man football, it's it's about the same, but he still doesn't know what's going on in six-man. So a lot of fun <laughs> talking to Stu. Yes, we had a great time talking to Stu and learning a little bit about nine-man football. It's kind of funny. Yeah, he's like, I have no idea. Six-man, that's not me. Nine-man, though, he's dominant. He's been an impressive performer for the Hornets so far this season. And we're just going to get right to it. So enjoy this interview with Stu. Can't tee it up any more than we have already. Stu Lairwick, Pine Bluffs quarterback, right now. All right, we are thrilled to be joined now by Pine Bluffs quarterback, Stu Lairwick. He's had quite the start to the season, so we couldn't wait to have him on. Stu, how's it going today? How you been? It's good. I've been pretty good. Well, that's good to hear. It's always, it's always good to be good. So you guys are off to a hot start in Pine Bluffs, and you in particular, you've got the three top passing performances at 1A nine-man football this season. Which of your games so far has stuck out to you the most? I feel like all of them, uh, we've had good performances from the linemen and the wide receivers and the skill guys. They all do their jobs. and Linemen keep me protected, and it's just got to put the hand ball in the hands of the skill guys, and it works well. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Always just deferring to your teammates making plays. Well, I'm sure that some of our listeners might know a little bit about nine-man football, but 
can you break it down? What are some of the differences between nine-man football and then obviously traditional 11-man football? With nine-man football, there's just – there's the two less linemen. But you just get that much more space to play around on the field. Like, the offensive coordinators love it, but defense coordinators hate it. <laughs> yes, I can imagine that's the case. Well, so – I mean, how, how would you say you guys have been able to use that space to your advantage so far this season? I mean, what's been the biggest thing you guys have been able to exploit? I think using space, you can just put playmakers in space and get the ball out to wide receivers and running backs out in the flats and make let them make a play. So that's the second time now you've mentioned, you know, your guys making plays for you. Who who has been there the most for you so far this season? Who's the guy in the huddle that you're like, all right, we're going to him, and everybody's like, yeah, good call, Stu? Uh, That's a really hard question. Uh, I don't know. We have a lot of older guys playing receiver and older guys that have been playing last year. We had a young young team last year, and now we're getting older. So everybody kind of expects everybody to be able to perform at the higher level. I know you have some pretty tall receivers out there uh, and Reed and, and Ty, you know, how does that, how do having those, those guys are like six, four, six, five out there. How much does that help you as a quarterback? Oh, it helps a lot just because their wingspan increases that much too. And so you, you can put the ball wherever and they'll go up and get it. All right. You, you talked a little bit about how, you know, the spacing, the nine man game, offers is a defensive coordinator's nightmare you guys have only given up eight points this season you've outscored your opponents what um i think 114 to eight so you know what's working so well on the defensive side of the ball that teams are just struggling to score i feel like uh we've really tried to pound in make being physical and making tackles because if you can be physical and make tackles as much space as there is he's still tackled. I mean, until you, until you uh, break a tackle, you, you still got to get by him. Yeah, absolutely. And I know um, tackling was a big emphasis for you guys going into the season. How, how has that improved um, for you guys just overall? Have you been surprised that you guys' improvement in that area? I went out and we went – when we were playing in Riverside, I was like, wow, this defensive unit, we can be – we can go somewhere. And just the past few weeks, I've just seen them tackle the Lusk kids, tackle the Toga kids, and tackle Riverside kids. I mean, it's just grown to be so much fun to watch. Would Would you say uh, maybe that's kind of been what stood out to you the most this season about your team, or what stood out the most to you about your team this season? Yeah, that'd be one of the top things that sticks out to me. But another thing that sticks out is we all really get together. Some like we can pick on each other all we want, but as soon at the end of the day, we're all going to be there for each other and have our backs. I gotta ask because behind you here, you got a big ass buck. I mean, are are you are you a big hunter? I'm not a huge not a huge hunter. I mean, I don't necessarily go up into the mountains and hunt a lot, but hunting's a lot of fun. Uh, my brother and I we we like to go hunt and we reload our own bullets and go kite hunting and deer hunting in our free time, which is hard to come by playing basketball and football and then track. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, is that your buck back there? 
that that's actually my brother's buck. He shot that when he was 12. So he, that was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, I got to ask you about this game on Friday. You guys are taking on a Southeast team. They're one and two, but I mean, this team can't be overlooked, right? What are you kind of expecting from these guys? No, Southeast is a big and violent team. I mean, one and two doesn't show what kind of team they are. They've played two of the top teams in the state and against Wind River, they came up two points short. I mean, you can't, you can't judge a team coming up two points short. <clears throat> so we know that they're going to be a good team. We got to come out and play physical and just do play the kind of football that we've been playing the past three weeks. And Based on your 3-0 and record and your numbers that you've put up so far this season, it seems like you guys are ha- having a lot of fun out there on the field. So what, what's been the most exciting part of just the start to the season for you and your teammates? One of the most exciting parts have been just getting everyone involved. Like, I mean, we're so deep that we can put our third string left guard in and we can still go eight yards on a just simple zone read. So it's just been fun watching young guys come to practice and improve and watching older guys get, get the touches they want and get to the, get the success that they've been working for the past three years. You mentioned all of your activities here just a minute ago. What What's your favorite sport to play? Whatever sports in season. That's a, that's a good answer. Well, so then what's, what's your favorite thing about playing football? Oh, that's another tough one. Playing football, I mean, you can go out and it'll be 95 degrees one day and everybody's been playing, oh, it's so hot. Next day it'll be 28 and – everybody's dressing up in sweatpants and hoodies to come out to practice. So that's a lot of fun about football. You never know what's going to come and you just prepare for the unexpected. Are snow games your favorite games to play in? Well, I don't know about snow games. I really like the games. It's just calm. And I don't mind a warm game because then your body stays warm and I mean, you can throw the ball a lot better in a warm game than a snow game. And you're getting the ball out. Uh, and that's where you guys are finding – a lot of your success, um, you know, your running game has been has working been working really well this season too. Both of your running backs, uh, Dalton, Sean Rhodes, Dalton Schaefer, Sean Rhodes, those guys. Um, it's a nice one-two punch for you guys. Was that kind of a was that a question coming into the season? Who was going to be that uh, fill that running back position for you guys after you lost um, your starting running back from last season? I mean, Dalton got a lot of touches at the end of last year, so we kind of knew that he would come in and he could take a lot of the carries. He came into the weight room, worked hard all summer, and Sean was Sean was in the weight room too. And when we started seeing him in the weight room after he got back, uh, we knew he could take some carries too. So we kind of split the load, and they're both doing a good job. Again, going back again and again here to the three and zero start, but. What, what would you say you're most proud of? You guys had that big win over Niobrara County. Certainly they were number one coming into the game and you guys handled them completely and fully. So just what so far this season has been the thing that you're most proud of? I think physicality is the thing that I'm most proud of from my teammates. Like it all starts up front. The linemen, they start to play being physical and the linebackers finish the play being physical However it ends, everybody's just physical start to finish, and that can be a good brand of football.
So I, I noticed that you, you've had quite a few long touchdowns on the season so far. What, what's been your favorite play that you guys have run successfully? That's, a, that's another hard question. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's fun getting everybody touches. I mean, having seven or eight receivers with receptions, and I know they can all make a play, but getting the ball to everyone because as a quarterback, when you have seven or eight guys that will catch the ball, who do you throw it to? I have to ask this. Is the nine-man game more fun to play for, you know, offensively than 11 men? I feel like offensively it's more fun to play just because it's it's basically basketball on a football field because you can you can go and you just have all the space in the world to do whatever you'd like to do. Well, I I teased you about it before we started here and then you brought up basketball again. I mean, how what do you like about hoops? You're you're a pretty good hoops player from what I've seen here in my research on you. What, what is it about basketball that you enjoy playing it when that's in season? Uh, I really like the atmosphere at the basketball games. It can get really loud and have some good games. And uh, coaches in basketball and football, they're good coaches. So I enjoy coaching, getting the coaches at Pine Bluffs. And I don't know, it's the same teammates both, both seasons. So I enjoy teammates and coaches the whole time. You, Stu's a, a bucket. Stu can get to the rim and finish and pull up from deep. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's being humble here, but Robert is not wrong if you look up some of Stu's highlights. Well, you brought up another really interesting point here. You go to a smaller school. A lot of you guys play all of the sports. How do you think that camaraderie helps you just across the board? Well... I think you learn to get along with each other and you learn to work together with each other because in football, if you have one weakness, you can, uh, offenses can exploit that weakness and defenses can exploit the weakness. But when you play in all three sports together, you get, you get along really well and you form a chemistry that, I mean, for a schools, when you play, I mean, you get some of the good athletes that play three sports, but most athletes are specialized in one or two sports and they don't, form the chemistry that we can form with our smaller school and getting everybody involved. So how do you hash out disagreements in Pine Bluffs? I don't know. Uh, disagreements, there's, there's few and far between. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just go and talk to them about it. Like that's, that's mainly the best thing to do. You just go and talk to them about it. And you're good about 30 seconds later laughing and joking again that's that's a good answer that's a good answer well this question has led to some disagreements between robert myself and some of our guests but it's a question we always like to like to end it with if you've got a burger in front of you what what toppings are you putting on the burger you can put anything on the burger but what what is what is the stew lairwick burger Oh boy. Uh, you gotta have some crunch in there. Hash browns go really well on a burger. Uh, hash browns or like some place will put onion rings. Maybe, uh, sometimes an egg goes good with hash browns. So you can go like a breakfast burger with that's, that's one of my favorites. Or you go a spicy with uh, jalapenos and green chili. 
you just kind of got to pick your poison. That's a phenomenal answer. I don't, I don't know if we'll have any disagreements on that. I lo- this burger sounds good. The Stu Lairwick burger sounds good. Don't you think Robert? Oh yeah. No one's come at us with a breakfast burger yet. And I was going to ask you when you said a hash brown, if you like the egg on it, but I mean, you, you got that. Yeah. He went, he went full out. He named pretty much all the toppings that I put on my burger. Well, still, I have to put some bacon. Oh, see, seal the deal. Seal the deal with some bacon. I love it. I love it. Well, Stu Lairwick, Pine Bluffs quarterback, you guys take on Southeast on Friday. Thanks for hopping on the podcast with us and really appreciate your time. Good luck this Friday. Thank you. You guys have a good one. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that with Stu Lairwick, Pine Bluffs quarterback. We certainly had a lot of fun talking to him. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. Didn't know as much as I do now about 1A nine-man football after talking with Stu. So certainly appreciate him. First Pine Bluffs guest on the podcast here. So, you know, breaking barriers. Always fun to do that. We've got an incredible slate of high school football games coming up this weekend, though, Robert. You're going to be at arguably the biggest game of the weekend. I'll be at Kelly Walsh Laramie. Definitely not as high up on the top, not as high up on the totem pole. I'll be quite frank about that. Petrona County heads to Rock Springs. That should be a good game if you're over on the west side of the state. You should be in for maybe a classic, the way Natrona County is playing so far this season. But I think it's gonna be a great game. I think I think I think, you know, Natrona's what, a yard away from being four and oh. You know. Let's just talk about that game right now. Yeah, I was going to save that one for later, but I think Natrona County might be the best team in the state. Dude, I think I re- yeah, I think Natrona is really uh, going to sneak up when it comes postseason time. Defense wins championships, and that defense is pretty solid. The defense, what it seems stout. like, the defense is stout. I think the Mustangs. We maybe heading into the season thought they were a year away, but I think that year might be this year. I think this team is really good, really good. And like you said, Robert, they're an inch away from being 4-0, and and everybody would probably be on the same page as me. But I, I, I think they're going to head down to Rock Springs, and it's going to be hard for Rock Springs to score. <laughs> you know, Natrona County's giving up five points a game. Five points a game. That's hard to do in football to give up five points, let alone average five points a game allowed. They, they held East in check. East should have probably scored more, and they only scored 14 because of that Natrona County defense in Casper. Obviously, that's a, it's a little bit of an advantage, but I think the Mustangs are really good, and I'm not going to be surprised at all if they go down there and beat the Rock Springs Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. And you know those those rivalry games, they're typically close. They're One two possession contest and they're usually a lot closer than forty two to seven, yeah. <laughs> Natrona wasn't having any of that this year, apparently. So that that kind of stood out to me is and Kelly Walsh isn't bad. It's not like Kelly Walsh is bad. So that's kind of what stood out to me and you know, 
Neutrona, I think Neutrona is a real deal. No doubt. No doubt. I, I think they're the real deal too. Kelly Walsh, like you said, isn't bad. And again, I've been singing the praises of Cameron Burkett. I know Robert's inching his way over to the, the fan club as well, but Burkett, he didn't play his best game against NC, but I had three different people after the game who know football a lot better than I do, a lot better than I do. And they all came away very impressed, telling me that he's legit. He's a, he's a guy to watch. He's a good player. So I think that speaks volumes about him. And just when you have that kind of guy on your team, you can't suck. Like, I mean, you're, you're a solid team in Kelly Walsh and Natrona County took care of them handily. I, I don't know about you. I, I want to ask you, you've seen Natrona play. I have not. Um, who stood out to you when you when you've watched Natrona play? Well, who's kind of caught your attention on the roster? On their roster, I think Wyatt Powell on both sides of the ball. He's come in at quarterback occasionally. They just run a wildcat thing with Wyatt Powell. When he's coming in, they're going to run the ball and they're going to run it down your throat. So, and he's a hell of a linebacker too, making making tackles. He's a tough tackler. Caden Wilcox is also offensive. Offensive. Offensive and defensive touchdowns for Powell last week, right? Yeah, he one on each side kick. of the ball. He blocked the kick and returned that one, and that just that rattled me filming the game, and it certainly rattled Kelly Walsh playing in the game. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, did that just happen? This that just happened?" Luke Spencer, their running back, is he's a player as well. He's I mean, he's athletic. I have this one video of him where he does like the Zay Jones, like just leaps up from the ground back into the air. And I'm like, how did he, how did he do that? What? Like he's, so they have a couple really good kids. Tyler Hill is a really good leader on the sidelines. He's their normal quarterback. The guy running the offense on the sidelines. You can tell that he's always locked into the game. And his teammates respond to him. They they always have his back if he's doesn't make a play, and then if he does make a play, his teammates are more excited for the play than he is. So I think that speaks volumes about how how much chemistry this team has, which is another thing that they've been telling me all season. We have chemistry. We have chemistry. We have chemistry, and you're seeing it out on the football field and on the sidelines. So. Don't be surprised if you're checking the scores Friday and you see that Neshona County is beating Rock Springs. Let's get into the bigger game, the game that Robert's going to be at. The top-ranked Sheridan Bronx who come to East, and they're coming off their own victory over Rock Springs. That's going to be the game that Robert's at. Robert, what are you looking forward to most about this game? Well, I'm really looking forward to uh, see if East can keep up that offense production that it has had, except for, you know, that game against Simchona that we were just talking about. Um, I think East still has a top, top ranked offense in the state in terms of yardage and whatnot. Um, Garrett Schlabs, I think he's doubled up the second. I think he has 30 receptions 
and, and uh, Rock Springs is Andrew scores at 16. So, you know, Schlabs has just been a monster out there. Garrett Schlabs um, on the outside, and they've he, he's found success just catching the ball and making plays in space. So, I'm anxious to see if um, Leeds can continue that offensive production that they've had so far this season, and even rushing the ball, you know. But Sheridan's, they're very physical and they're well coached. So, and Sheridan, yeah, they're the, they're the top ranked team for a reason. So, big test for the Thunderbirds this week. Obviously, you haven't seen Sheridan play yet this season, but what do you think they are going to try to do to attack East? East obviously has a strong offense. So how do you think that they can try to come out of Cheyenne with a victory? Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just going to – I really just believe in uh, that they're just physical on the line of scrimmage, both sides of the ball, and I could see them just try to muscle, try and muscle East and, you know, pound the football. I know they have Colson Kuhn who – um, one of the best rushers in the state. Um, so, you know, they can just kind of lean on him and, and they're off they're just their offensive line, you know, and I know on the defensive side of the ball there, well, I shouldn't say I know cause I haven't seen them play. But based on what I have read and uh, statistics, you know, their defensive line is, like we talked about in China earlier, pretty stout, what, what it seems like. So kind of leads me back to that offensive production thing that we were talking about with East. And, uh, but yeah, I could see Sheridan, you know, um, and taking shots down the field, East has um, given up some long, you know, gotten beat deep this year. So Sheridan's going to take some shots, no doubt in my mind. And, you know, it might come down to East's defense uh, when it comes down to determining the biggest factor in the game. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. Who do you think – is going to have the best performance from East on Friday. You know, someone who's really stood out to me the past or last week and uh, who's kind of taken it upon himself to, you know, go out there and have uh, perform well is Cade Pugh the, uh, for Cheyenne East, um, running back linebacker. And I think he's going to be an X factor in this game and, ultimately just the result of the game. So I'm just excited. I'm definitely excited to follow along with this matchup as well. So any predictions for Friday's matchup before we wrap this thing up here? Would you like my bias or unbiased opinion? No, I'm just joking. Um, I'm going to say East pulls out a win 31 to 30. At home. Whoa. Oh, I love it. I love it. 
not not the boldest predictions, but the score, 31 to 30. That that means we're in for a classic in Cheyenne on Friday. That's you love to hear that. You love to hear that. Well, anything else before we wrap up the podcast here, Robert? Nope. Just uh looking forward to another great weekend of some football and go pokes. As always, go Pokes for sure. Well, appreciate everybody who's listened to the podcast this week. Uh, we always love doing this. Loved having Stu on. We, we may have to get more Pine Bluffs kids on. That was a lot of fun talking to him. So really appreciate his time. It was a lot of fun. Shout out, shout out to Stu for the, uh, you know, unoriginal burger. Yes. That – as I was listening back to that earlier, I was like, man, this burger sounds really good. I, I kind of wanted to go get a burger. The golf course here in Casper has a great hangover burger. I almost stopped what I was doing and went and got one. Well, that'll do it for this podcast. Really appreciate everybody who's listened, subscribed, rated, reviewed, thrown a few shekels our way. It all means the world to Robert and myself. Shout out to Shakewell for the music. Tune in to Previewing the Pokes with Josh Criswell later this week. And we will talk to you. Shout out any suggestions, baby. No.